Hello, it's Julie Story. Welcome back to another episode of my podcast. You're here. I'm here. So excited to chat with you today. I'm not sure if I should start these podcasts with kind of like a wrap up of like what I've been up to in the last couple of days. If you have any thoughts on that, please be sure and send me a note. By the way, you are always welcome to email me, pop over to my Instagram if that's easier, at Julie Story. Um, and send me a DM because I'd love to know more about you and get to know you and more about what you want to talk about. So please feel free, pop over an email. My email is julie at julie-story.com. So we're here. Today I'm talking about top 10 things that annoy me. <laughs> okay, so maybe it's not the top 10 things. but These are the top things that came to mind this morning as I was getting ready to work out, this thing happened and I was like, this is what I need to talk about today. These annoying things that happen in life that are like a lot of these, not a lot of people talk about because in the grand scheme of life, they're not that big of a deal, but they're those little things that pop up in your day where you're just like, for the love, why is this happening? And the first one, the inspiration, inspiration of this is I put on my my first one this is my first annoyance I feel like I should preface this before I tell you what number one is um I as you know I'm a very like jovial playful patient personality my husband's really similar and and we get along really really well but I don't get angry very often. Like it really, really takes a lot to get me angry. I chalk that up to having a dad who is so much like me, very, very patient. So I learned a lot about how to just like manage my emotions from him. But um, when I say these things are annoying, I mean, I want you to take this with a grain of salt. Like I'm not over here (laughs) like throwing furniture at the annoyance. It's just like, like I said, those little moments, you know, you, you get me. Okay. Okay. So the first thing, so I'm, it's six 30 this morning. I'm put on my, I'm putting, I had my gym clothes on getting ready to work out with my daughter. And, um, I, I say they're gym clothes when I don't actually go to the gym, but it's like, it's gym clothes, but working at home. So I'm putting on my sock and inside of my sock, somehow one of my hairs, my long, blue brunette hairs is inside of my sock. So now I have my sock on and in between my toes is this random hair. It is a really annoying feeling. And my question on earth is how does that even happen? How is that even possible that a hair has come off of my head? It somehow manages to connect with the sock not only is it connected with the sock, it's connected with the inside of the sock. So now every time I take a step, all I can feel is this hair that is wedged between my toes. It's the worst feeling. I hate that. I had to take off the sock, turn it inside out, grab this long hair that it was so connected to the sock. Like it was like inside the fibers, like, like a little gnome had thread my hair on this little needle and just weaved it in and out of the sock somehow just waiting like for me to be terribly upset that this is happening. I, there's a lot of these gnomes that must live in, in my house because this happens 
all the time. I don't get it. Like, I don't understand how this is even physically possible. If I tried to accomplish this, it, it, it wouldn't happen. I mean, how in the world do you get a, a hair stuck in your sock? That's number one. Hair stuck in the sock. Really annoying. I hate it when that happens. Has that ever happened to you? Am I the only one that has this happen? Because this happens to me all the time. All right, the second one. It never ceases to amaze me that when I have left my clothes in the laun- in the laundry, in the um, dryer, the chamber of procrastination, as I like to refer to the dryer, and when I'm looking for one article of clothing, you know those moments, especially ladies, where you have to wear a certain you know, blouse and you have to wear a certain cami underneath the blouse. You have to find that one cami for that one shirt and it's the only one that you have, so you have to find that one. So when this moment is happening and I'm going to the dryer, not ever in the history of life has the item that I'm looking for been on top. Never. It's always hidden, twisted, covered inside this hole, this container that seems like you're reaching down into the well from the ring. That's how deep it is. You don't know what's down there. You're just reaching. Your entire body gets consumed inside of the chamber of procrastination, looking for this one piece of piece of clothing that's never on top. And it's always in that moment you're in a rush. I've never looked for an item of clothing when I have an enormous amount of time. That's never when the looking actually happens. It only happens when time is of the essence. And of course, the item I need is so far buried. I mean, it's like the laundry is asking me, hey, if you would fold me, your life would get easier. That's not what I'm going to do though. I just need that one article and it annoys me. Every single time I open the dryer, I'm like, you can't help a sister out. Seriously, we have to, like I've opened the dryer and it's been like towels wrapped around in knots, wrapped around sheets, wrapped around washcloths and around little socks that have hair stuck in them that I'm digging through for like 25 minutes. There's not even like 20 articles of clothing in there. How does, why does it take so long to find that one thing? And then when you finally find it, it's after you've like moved the clothes so much around that you're just like, how is this even physically possible? That's so annoying to me. <laughs> like I just want to open the dryer and like, oh wow, right on top once. In my 31 years of living, this has never happened. How is that even a thing? That it's never happened in 31 years. I don't know. That's the second one. The third annoying thing. It's like, oh, these things are so like dumb. Like these things are so ridiculous. But it's like you have those moments where you're like living your day, you're living your life, and you're like, dang it, this is happening again. Like, okay, so um, my computer is in our, like my office is actually in our dining room because my husband is amazing. We have another room that was supposed to be our office, but it's so dark in there and it wasn't pretty. So I'm like, hey babe, can I just set up my stuff right in the middle of our house? And he's like amazing. So my desk is over there and my purse is sitting um, on this little table by my keys. Um, It's like a just a little table that I set my purse on. It never fails that when I'm online and I'm purchasing something, 
my purse is never right next to me. So I have to, and this is it, get up (laughs) to go get my card out of my purse. And for some reason, this walk, this this 15 second walk is like, oh my gosh, why do I have to get up? Um, a while ago, I got, I, you know, I tried to solve this problem. Uh, I had this little notebook that just was in my drawer and it had all of my credit card numbers and my, um, my debit card, my debit card numbers that I used to purchase things. It just was written down in there so I wouldn't have to get up. I don't know where that journal went. Uh, in the move, it never got put back into my drawer. And in the two and a half years that I've been living in this place, I never thought, oh, I should probably just, you know, rewrite them so that I have them so I don't have to get up. No, getting up is just one of those things. Like, I don't want to do that. I just want to, like, when I'm ready to check out, I just want to check out. That's probably why I use, um, I love using, like, a, quick like service like paypal where you just like click 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 done like that is my that's my temperament my temperament is fast everything (laughs) like i just want to get it done now i don't got time i got other stuff i need to be doing i don't want to get up and take that extra 15 seconds to walk and get my debit card just one of those things yeah so another thing that i can't stand this is just this is just one of my things we all have our things this is one of my things I cannot stand looking for anything. Like, I feel like it's the biggest waste of time looking for something. Like, if I have lost something and I have to look for it, I am, like, begrudgingly, like, ravaging the house, looking, looking everywhere. I just do not like looking for it. So I built all these systems in my life to help me not have to look for anything, Uh, One of them is putting my purse in the same spot and my keys always get hung on the key ring. It's just, it's a habit because I hate, this is it. Number four, I hate looking for my keys. That's like, no, I just, no, no, no. And there's been a few times in my life having kids where, you know, we're headed out somewhere. I grab my keys I'm going out into the car and I'm like, oh, I forgot something. So I have to go back into the house. And in the process of getting that other thing, I set my keys down. And I actually learned that in our minds, how our brains work, this is how much I hate looking for something. I actually studied the brain. If you don't think about something for 17 seconds, at least your mind will just naturally forget it. And I'm not sure how, what that applies to, like in what situations, because I'm sure there's things that we don't, you know, dwell on for 70 seconds. But in terms of like remembering where something is, uh, you have to think about it for 17 seconds. So if I'm going back in the house, like trying to find something else, I'm not thinking, oh, I just set my keys down on my dresser because I'm over here grabbing something else. No, no, I'm not thinking about that. So then all of a sudden I have lost my keys and This only happens when I'm in a hurry. Again, never happens when I have time to spare. Only happens when I'm like rushing around frantic like a crazy woman. And then I can't find my keys. And then like my kids are out in the car and they're like, mom, like what's taking you forever? And I'm like, oh, I have to find my keys. I hate looking for my keys. Hate it. So I always put them back in the same place. That's number four. Number five. Number five has multiple parts. (laughs) (laughs) because of course it does (laughs) because I feel like I'm that complex you know in those times where you're doing your makeup like one of the two times you do it a week um and it's not a five minute face 
there there's levels of makeup. This is a sidebar here. There's the three hour face or that I have to leave in five minutes face. I really feel like there's really not anywhere in between. This next one only happens when you're doing the five minute face. Again, there's something about time with me. <laughs> if it takes longer time, no, I just, no, I don't like it. I don't want the hair in my sock. Takes too long to take off my sock and get it out. No, and I don't know what this is. Andre's, Andre calls me like a race car because I'm always like, go, go, let's do this, let's do this. It's because I have 47 tabs open in my mind and all the other tabs have stuff that I need to be doing. So this next one only happens when I'm running out of time. It is the classic eyeliner pencil that the liner breaks as you're using it. So like you are mid-line here. You got a good blend going. You took three seconds to do a semi-contour. You're doing the pencil and it's sharp. It's beautiful. It's ready for you, girl. It's ready. Only then does that pencil snap that like little gel liner part, just the liner, not the full pencil. It just snaps off like you are in fifth grade and pressed down too hard using your graphic pencil. Snaps. So then you have to look through your drawer to find the pencil sharpener, to quickly turn, 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 turn. But what happens at this part is you realize you have certain pencils that only fit certain sharpeners. This is something I noticed that Sephora does. Brilliant branding marketing move, super annoying for the consumer. Their Sephora pencils, which is my favorite liner pencil, they only can be sharpened using a Sephora sharpener. Have you run into this? really annoying when your Sephora sharpener breaks because it's only cost about 25 cents. And you're like, I have a Sephora pencil. I've gotten to the point at times where I'm like whittling this pencil. Like I am a Girl Scout in the middle of the forest and I want to cook a s'more. I got to whittle that stick so hard to give me a nice point. That is what I've done. I've done this. Open up my drawer, grab a... (laughs) how desperate I've gotten in my life. (laughs) Grabbed a scissors, opened the scissors, start just whittling like that Girl Scout would just to try and get some, some liner part of my Sephora pencil. This only happens uh, when I'm in a hurry. So um, really annoying because I mean, what are you going to do? You have to complete the line. You can't go out half lined eye that's not happening. So you're going to do what it takes to get the liner back open. <sighs> the second part of this annoyance is um, when you decide you've finally whittled the pencil down to get that liner out again, and you can breathe easy because your line doesn't look like you've just used a Crayola pencil on your face. But then you think, I know what will make this look better. Lashes. This is the second part of number five. Your blend is amazing on your shadow. You finally whittled your pencil. You got the line in. You are a good girl. And then you decide it's going to be really smart to try and glue something to your face. This is the point where I think gentlemen question women's choices. Because when you say it like that, you are gluing 
plastic to your eyes, the part of your face you need to see. Um, Tragedy is bound to happen. And this is what the tragedy looks like too much glue on the you know on the lash so then you're like using your finger to kind of wipe it and then you're just like blowing it because you've seen other women do it and you're thinking oh this is what's going to make me fantastic just mimic what other women are doing you don't know why you're doing it but you're just like waving the lash around then you try and put the lash on your eye it doesn't go on at all um It's just kind of smearing the glue all over that nice line and the shadow that you just did. So now it looks like something awful has happened to your face. You have glue smudges everywhere. Now you're Q-tipping the glue off. You're peeling the glue off the lash. Um, It completely messes up all of the you know, hour and a half or 35 seconds of eyeshadow blending, one of the two, because we are those people that would do a three hour face with a, with a lash and a five minute face with a lash, you know, that's, that's how we roll. So, um, your eyeshadow looks awful at this point and, um, you just keep going. This is an unstoppable moment. Never has this happened where I thought, you know what? Maybe my skills aren't at this level. I am unstoppable woman and I will not let this plastic little mustache for my eyes, this this push-up bra for my eyelid, my eyelashes. I will not let this stop me. I will not be defeated. So I keep going. Um and there's definitely been times I've left the house with the lashes not lining up on my eyes the right way, um, you know, multiple Q-tips taking off the shadow and then just trying to like push shadow in those places where I lifted the shadow. It's, 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 not, it's not always a good, good thing, uh, but it's really annoying when you can't get it on right the first time. Because you watch these YouTube videos or these Instagram videos and these girls are geniuses they're completely brilliant at this process and i am not that person and i have been wearing lashes for a very long time and i still struggle that struggle is real and that's really annoying when that struggle is happening because it lifts off the liner that you just put on so that's the second part of part five okay part six so this might be just a me thing again just you know, I just realized that some of these things might be universal. Some of them also might just be me. I like to think of myself as not being alone in these things. So just even for my own sake, just like write me, be like, girl, this is so me too. So I'm like, oh, not alone. It is really annoying to me if I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm thirsty and there's no water next to my bed <laughs> because that means... I can't go back to sleep if I'm thirsty. So I'm getting up out of bed. And at that point, I've got, if I've gotten up out of bed at three o'clock in the morning, I'm not going back to sleep for a very long time because my body is like, oh, we're up. We're doing that. Okay, girl, let's do And I'm like, no, no, we need to go back to sleep. So this is how I've solved the problem. I always take a glass of water and put it on the side of my bed. Um, 
But what happens is I never remove the water I put there the night before. So at any given time, there's probably six to seven waters next to my bed. And my husband is like, why do you have a water graveyard? Like all the water has died. And the only thing I can think of is the girl, the little girl from the movie Signs who collects the water next to like all over the house and she can't drink it because she says it's like stale so she has to get new water and it turns out that the alien um that comes to attack them spoiler alert um if you haven't seen the movie this is the part we need to fast forward the alien that comes to attack them is completely and totally obliterated by water And there's water cups all over the house. So I keep telling Andre, this is me preparing to save your life. So I get that you don't understand why I have 14 water bottles next to me. But if there was ever an alien that came, I got you, boo. Like my water habit that I need, the annoyance of waking up in the middle of the night and not having water, I'm going to save your life one day. And you can just thank me now. Because I'm looking at three or four half cups of water in my kitchen just from this morning. Not all from me, but you know, probably. Um, I'm going to save my family's life. And they're going to thank me when they don't die from the alien invasion. Because I don't like waking up in the middle of the night and not having water next to me. When I have the water next to me, I just drink and go back to sleep. So I prevent my annoyance from happening. Saving my family's life. I think that's all in a good day's work. That's what I think. So that's number six. Number seven. Here's another one. (laughs) For some reason, my body believes, (laughs) my body believes if a stray hair of my hair touches any part of my body, so my hair falls out, Like, I am a golden retriever in the summer. Like, my hair is everywhere. My poor husband had no idea. And, of course, his hair texture is like Velcro to my hair texture. It just collects. So, yesterday, I'm looking at him. He just has a stray one of my hairs just hanging from his face, from his his beard. I just pull it off. I'm just constantly plucking my hairs off of him. So, my hair falls out all the time. Golden retriever style, right? So, if one of my own hairs happens to like linger on my body like on my arm or like around my back my body sends out a high alert intruder this is not only a bug but it is a mosquito itchy bug like as soon as i feel it i have to remove it immediately and it's one of those feelings that you never know when it's gonna happen because my hair is falling out all the time and it's so annoying because like yesterday, I'm sitting at my kitchen table and my brain is telling me there is a tarantula that is crawling on your arm right now. And I know it's not. I look down. It's just one of my stray hairs. But my body's on high alert constantly. And I'm thinking, this is you. Like you produce this hair. Like this is the same DNA that you are. This is a hair that you grew, that you produced. Why are we sending signals to my mind that we have large insects crawling that are also biting us and feel like mosquitoes? Why is this happening? It is like, stop. Stop the madness. Like... 
I under I would understand if it's like a synthetic synthetic hair. I don't know if you've ever had weaves. Um, if you can't achieve it, weave it. I love weaves. I love wigs. I love big hair. I love all that stuff. Those hairs are synthetic and they do feel different. And I I understand that. Like that's not ours. You know that is that's from a different kingdom. That's from a different queen. You know, hey, what is this going on here? This hair feels different. But when you attack your own country, like your own ruler, I'm like, what, what, what is this? Why are we doing this? Why are we attacking ourselves? I don't get it. Yeah, it's really annoying. So that's number seven. Number eight. I feel like this is a classic one. This is classic, classic. Um, Stepping on pretty much anything. Again, like it's probably just because I'm really, really dramatic and because I'm dramatic and because I'm really imaginative I mean I'm a writer I write stories I write for people so my mind my imagination is very very active um when I step on something again my brain just quickly interprets worst case scenario I stepped on one of my son's um nerf bullets you know those little things I mean they're a couple inches long you know not dangerous stepped on it so it's soft as well stepped on it in the garage and my brain says snake underneath your foot and so of course my response is something gentle and like no no I lost my mind and my husband is like what is your problem and like my brain not only said snake but it also said don't move but freak out so I'm still stepping on the nerf somehow still freaking out and I, I just, I've learned within myself, wait a couple seconds, because it's probably not a tarantula crawling on your arm. It's probably just a hair, um, probably not a snake underneath your foot. So it's like, I was like, there's a snake freaking out, but wait a second, because maybe it's not a snake. Uh, so yeah, it was just a nerf thing. Um, also really annoying to step on melted um, ice puddles. Uh, especially when you're wearing socks. I love wearing comfy socks. I'm like a I just feel like they're like little hugs for my feet. So I wear socks around the house, even in summer, even when it's, you know, 101 degrees outside. And when the kids get ice or when I get ice, sometimes we drop one on the ground. And Lucy is like an ice scavenger. So she runs over, gets the ice. I still believe somewhere in my mind, I'm like, oh, she's going to eat the ice. She licks it. She plays with it. You know, it's fine. No big deal. She doesn't actually do that, though. She just picks up the ice, moves it somewhere strategic and leaves it. Uh, I think she goes over to her little perch by our window. We have this like little chair and she sleeps in the top part like it's a hammock and she's a goddess that runs this house. So she sits up there and watches for when I'm going to step on this half-melted ice cube. Uh, not a fun feeling when you have a wet wet sock and you step on the ice. Another annoying thing happens around this house, Legos. Classic Lego stepping on. Uh, again, not something enjoyable. You, you, My brain says knives. You've just stepped on knives. And we need to go to the ER immediately for stitches because that's what it feels like. And with kids, I mean, you know, they leave all sorts of paraphernalia. Debris is all over this house. You never know what you are going to step on, the surprise that you're going to get underneath your foot. Um, I had a terrible moment happen a couple weeks ago where I was walking out. This is awful. <laughs> this is like, 
Oh, this is the worst ever. I'm walking up to our house. And Florida, of course, is really humid. Lots of rain. And I didn't have shoes on because I'm a Floridian. Grew up in Florida. We don't wear shoes a whole lot uh, when we don't have to. So I'm not, I'm not wearing shoes. And I'm walking up our driveway. And I step on something. And it pops. <laughs> and I... It was slimy. And it popped and the first thing I just said, and Andre's right in front of me, I just said, no, just like that. I was just like, no, I didn't know what it was, but it was slimy and it popped. It was a slug. And I was like, no, I stepped on a slug. It popped. I'm sorry. I had to tell you this story. It popped underneath my foot and Andre just starts cracking up. And I'm like, this is the worst. I can't get that feeling out of my mind. Every time I walk up my walk now, I'm like looking around for slugs. Um, I told my kids the story because they think it's so funny when something awful like that happens to me and I respond in a dramatic way. They think it's hilarious. Mom steps on a slug. So I named it Daryl, um, because he didn't make it. So didn't make it Daryl. Um, he has a long history now in our house. And since then we found Darla outside who is his mom, who's looking for Daryl, um, she'll never find him because I murdered him by, I was, it was like manslaughter. I was accidental, um, death, but you know, we just RIP, RIP Daryl. So I hate stepping on things. That was number eight. Here's number nine. I know I'm not alone here. You know, when you are being a boss mom and you like make a list to go to the store and you're like, I got everything. I double checked, checked it twice. You're pretty much Mrs. Claus at this point. Made a list, checked it twice. And then you get home and you realize you forgot the most important item. It always, why does this always happen? It even happens when you go to the store for that one item. And it only happens to the most important thing. It never, like, it never happens to, like, the least important thing on your list. It never happens to items that you probably still have in your pantry or something that you can wait a couple days. No. It's always, like, bread or, like, milk or, like, something that you need every day, like dish soap. Andre forgot dish soap. We went to the store to get dish soap. And I'm like, okay, we need dish soap. This is why we're here. We got a couple other things. And we forgot dish soap. So we had to go back to the store. It's so annoying. It's like, no, why can't this happen to something lame that we don't really want? Like salad or something. <laughs> like, why do we have to forget the cookies and the pizza? Like, why? Why can't we just forget stuff we don't really want? That's number nine. Yes. And along the lines of number nine is number 10. This one gets its own category because although it involves forgetting, it's the worst kind of forgetting. Has this happened to you? At any given moment with the ingredients to make the life-sustaining coffee, at any given moments, I am about to run out of one of the three things that I need to make this. It's either the actual coffee, the creamer, or the stevia. Those three things need, it's a need in my life to make my coffee. 
at any given moment, one of those things is running low. And I never just buy all three at the same time because they're all used at a different quantity. So there are many times I run out of one. And if I run out of one of those things, I can't drink the coffee. Like, have you ever tried putting like almond milk in your coffee? No, it's awful. You can't do it. I've even tried, if I run out of creamer, I've even tried the Bulletproof coffee. Also, not so I mean it's okay I I mean it's better than putting almond milk in your coffee but it's not as good as your coffee tasting like ice cream so it is really annoying when you're like get up when I get up to make the coffee and I'm like I have a half of a teaspoon left of creamer I have to go to the store last week I did this I had to go to the store to just get creamer because like I worked out I went to the store went to the store for one thing it's really annoying to forget to buy the things that you need to make coffee. So that's my top 10 list today that I could think of today. I'm sure there's more. I'm probably going to do another one of these because I'm going to find them. I'm going to find those other things that are just like, why is this an annoying thing in my life? So I love to know what your like annoying things are. Did I miss any on this list? Did I get any of them wrong? Like for real, let me know. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope that no hairs end up in your socks. I hope that you have all the ingredients to make your coffee. I hope your eyeshadow blend looks amazing and your pencil doesn't break for the next three years at least. I hope all is good things for you. And I can't wait to chat with you again soon. Have an amazing Boss Babe day. Don't forget anything at the store and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.